So let's just quickly turn to the book of meditation that I was looking into, Psalm chapter 20. Ruthu and I were uh, reading, reading the Psalms during our family prayer time. So this is one of the Psalms that I wanted to share a few thoughts that came to me and uh, that the Lord helped me to write down a few things. Psalm chapter 20. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices. May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your salvation and in the name of our God set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving might of his right hand. Some trust in the chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They collapse and fall, but we rise and stand upright. O Lord, save the king. May he answer us when we call. Let's, uh, let's just pray for a few times. Uh, Father, dear God, I thank Thee and praise Thee for this time that You gave us. Lord, help us to meditate on these few words and uh, uh, let Your name be proclaimed and You may be glorified from the few words that are shared. Uh, hide me behind the cross and uh, fulfill Zechariah 2, 5, and 8. Uh, in Jesus' name I ask. Amen. So this uh, Psalm 20, it, was, uh, it is called as, the, as a part of the royal psalms, Psalms 20, Psalm 20 and Psalm 21, they are part of, uh, they are called as a pair of royal psalm. So now what is royal psalms? So royal psalms are those psalms which emphasize God's promise to David that he would have an eternal kingdom. And this is one of the psalms when David and his people or his uh, army are uh, praising him, worshiping the Lord or uh, praying to the Lord while before going on their battle or before going on to uh, uh, like invading uh, uh, their enemies. So there are a few things that we learn from this psalm that we also uh, can apply in our lives while uh, going into battle in our spiritual life. So we as Christians, we are always in, our, in battle with the forces of darkness and uh, we are called as the soldiers of the cross. And so that's why we also need to take care of few things while uh, going on to battle with uh, Satan and the powers of the darkness. So the first thing that we see in verse 1, uh, the worshippers or David says, May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob pro protect you. So over here we see answer you in the day of Jacob. So the whole psalm is also... A kind of a prayer. So the first thing that we can apply in our lives before going into a battle or while going into battle is prayer. We know the importance of prayer in our lives and how much prayer needs to be there before undertaking any new, any new adventure or any new things. Even Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ, before going on the cross of Calvary, he spent time in the Garden of Gethsemane, interceding for his disciples and for everyone who believed. Uh, before starting his uh, ministry, our Lord Jesus set an example and went into the wilderness and spent time of 40 days and 40 nights uh, praying 
to the Father. And we have many such examples of prayer. We also have one example in Exodus chapter 17. I'll just quickly turn. Exodus chapter 17. And verse, verses 11 to 13. It says, Whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed, and whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' Moses' hand grew weary, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it, while Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. So his hands were steady until the going down of the sun, and Joshua overwhelmed Amalek and his people with the sword. Over here we also see one of the descriptions. The hand of Moses speaks about the prayer or the intercessory uh, ministry of Moses uh, when the people of Israel were invading or uh, having a battle with the people of the Amalekites. And how we see that when the hand of Moses was held up, the, Israel's, the Israelites were prevailing and they were winning. So from this we see that how much importance the life of prayer has in our life. Uh, and uh, how much uh, we are supposed to be dependent not on our own strength or power, but on the strength of the power of our Lord Jesus Christ and on the power of God that he will give the victory. It is, the victory is not in our hands, but the victory is in the hand of, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, moving on to verse uh, 3, uh, Psalm 20, verse 3. Uh, May he remember, remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices. So, so here we, see, we, we read about the offerings and sacrif- burnt sacrifices. So these offerings and burnt sacrifices signifies the life of, su- life of surrendering. So we are supposed to surrender our lives unto, unto our Lord. We are not supposed to live like our, according to our own desires and according to our own uh, will. Uh, we can question ourselves that are, uh, is this thing or anything, is it going to uh, give glory to our God? Are we uh, doing things and seeking uh, the will of God in our, in our, in our decisions or in our, in, our, uh, in our undertaking of any new work? Uh, we also see that we are also called to come out of the world and to offer ourselves uh, as a living sacrifice in uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Uh, I'll quick, quickly read. I appeal to you, therefore, br- brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bo- bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Over here we also see that we are supposed to sacrifice ourselves, our bodies as a living sacrifice, which is holy and acceptable. We are not supposed to live according to our own desires, but to be, to be acceptable in the eyes of God, not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Our mind should be transformed in such a way that we are, we are surrendered completely under the will of the living God. We also see how uh, Apostle Paul was also transformed. He counted all things lost for the excellency of the knowledge of knowing Christ. He didn't, uh, uh, he didn't uh, cling to any of his uh, privilege. He was a Hebrew and he was, he was very respectable. He was a Roman, but he counted everything 
but a loss. He, for him to live was Christ and to die was gain. So we can take those as examples for our lives. Uh, moving on in Psalm 20, verse 4. Uh, may he grant to you your heart's desire and fulfill your plans. So from here we see the worshipers uh, over here are praying that the, that, that the king or David's plans are fulfilled and his heart's desires are granted. Uh, so over here we see uh, there is a oneness of mind among the people of David and David. And what David's plans were, David's plans and his heart's desire were, was to glorify his God, was to bring victory in the name of his God. He didn't want anything to be uh, there in his own name, but he, uh, David always had the desire to glorify God. So here we see the attitude of unity or the oneness of spirit or being of the same mind. Uh, one, uh, one portion in Philippians came to my mind which uh, speaks about the being of the same mind. I'll quickly turn and read from Philippians chapter 2. In verses 1 to 4. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. So like this, we can be a person who does not only think of themselves, but we as a church being one in spirit and one in mind, we can give glory to God. Um, Moving on uh, in Psalm, um, chapter, uh, Psalm 20, verse 5, May we shout for joy over your salvation, and in the name of our God, set up our banners. So here we see that uh, the psalmist is talking about setting up our banners. So what does banners signify? So uh, banners signify a kind of an identification that who do they belong to? The they were raising the, the armies that used to march. They had their banner, which signified that they are Israelites and they are known by their God, the God Jehovah. And this uh, banners uh, show that we are supposed to be identified by our God. We are supposed to live a life of separation. And by living a life of separation, we we can identify ourselves and glorify God that we are not of this world, but we are the children of the living God. We are a pilgrim in this world and not the citizens of this world, but, we are, but our citizenship is in heaven. Uh, one, uh, one great verse came to my mind, or a great story of Daniel and his, uh, and his friends. I'll just quickly read from Daniel. Daniel chapter 1, verse 8. But Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food or with the wine that he drank. Therefore, he asked the chief of the eunuchs to allow him not to defile himself. So over here, I think we all are mostly relevant with the whole story and how Daniel and his friends resolved not to defile themselves with the food of the king, but be, but be pure, but be identified that they are the children of the living God and they would not 
make them themselves one with with the king and with the by by eating the food that the king offered probably that food was offered to idols so we have an, we have a great example how the people in daniel uh, the friends daniel and his friends uh, lived we also see that how our friendship with the world is uh, is an enmity with god uh, we read those verses in james chapter chapter 4 James chapter 4 verses 4 uh, and 5 You adulterous people do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God therefore whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God or do you suppose it is to no purpose that the scripture says he yearns jealously over the spirit that he has made to dwell in us we also we read here that our god is a jealous god he doesn't want us to follow anything other than him he doesn't want us that we should be even identified by something else other than him so over here uh, if we if we are if we are loving the world then we are hating god and we can be we can warn ourselves and we can uh, separate ourselves from the world and worship, and decide to worship our god or the world and the fifth and lastly from psalm 20 verse 6 we read now i know that the lord saves his anointed he will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving might of his right hand so we hear the uh, the people the david david and his people are already sure that the lord saves his anointed and he will answer their prayers and supplications from the holy heaven they have the assurance they have the confidence that and they already know that the lord saves his anointed and the lord will give them the victory so this is the kind of the faith this shows the faith that the people had which we can also have uh, our depend as we pray and we have our dependence in our lord jesus christ we can have such kind of faith that and confidence in our lord jesus that he has already given us the victory we are not supposed we are not supposed to rely on our own strength we are already victorious in the death burial and the resurrection of our lord jesus christ uh, we uh, We, we we are supposed to claim the uh, words of our lord jesus and uh, even though satan may be there as a roaring lion but he is i remember uh, from one of the sermons that i heard that the lion is a chained lion or we can or the lion is like a, a toothless lion he cannot bite he cannot harm us unless we allow him so we 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 can be sure that we are already victorious uh, under under the work of our lord jesus christ so may lord bless this few words from this uh, whole chapter and as we go on to trust in our lord this whole chapter is about trusting in the lord before going on to battle so let's not trust in any of our any of the worldly uh, might any of our own might uh, but trust in the lord and uh, be dependent completely him through first through prayer then through surrendering uh third through oneness in spirit oneness uh, among the brethren and uh, fo- fourthly through a life of separation and fifthly through faith in our lord jesus christ uh, may the lord bless this few words and help us to live accordingly thank you